0: Hi, and welcome to For This Child, I Have Prayed. This is a podcast where faithful women share their journey to motherhood and how it has been marked by the goodness of God. Whether you are struggling with infertility, wrestling with postpartum, or navigating adoption, my prayer is that you are encouraged and uplifted by their testimonies of just how faithful our Creator truly is. In today's episode, Kate will be sharing her journey to motherhood that includes struggling with anxiety throughout most of her life and postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression after her first pregnancy, but experienced a peace that surpassed all understanding during her second pregnancy and learned that God was right there with her. Now let's meet Kate. Hi, Kate. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks so much for inviting me. I am super excited. I am so excited. Would you like to
1: introduce yourself and your family to our listeners? Yeah, sure. So, I am first of all a wife and a mom. I married my high school sweetheart and we've been married for almost 8 years now. Our anniversary is in June. Um, I have a 5-year-old son and a 2-year-old daughter and they are just the best. They are complete opposites, but they are so wonderful. Um, my husband and I actually grew up in The Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area, but we now live in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, and the way that we have ended up here has just been completely the Lord's timing and his plan. So, um, it's been amazing. We have lots of great friendships and community here. Um, my husband works in the medical field and then I work as a birth doula. Actually, I have been for just over two years now. Um, but yeah, I love spending time with friends and family and cooking and Love birth and parenthood and motherhood, all those things.
0: I love it. I'm a fellow nor- northerner that moved down south as well. I'm originally from Delaware and then I moved down to South Carolina. So yay, yeah, us People who were like, forget the yeah. cold. I'm moving down to the warm, right? <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) I love it. And I also love that you're a doula. We were chatting before and I told Kate that I had just got certified as a birth doula. So birth nerds unite. I love it. Yes. So awesome. Fantastic. Well, we will jump right in. Would you like to share your journey to motherhood? Yes.
1: Um, So my journey to motherhood does not start out super exciting. Um, I have been a Christian most of my life, you know, I've seen the most growth and challenge in my faith, um, in adulthood. And a lot of that has been through motherhood, through parenting. Um, but I also have battled intense anxiety and panic for most of my life, um, which manifested in different ways and different stages of my life. So obviously when it came to wanting to have kids and becoming a mom, I was really kind of just wondering and concerned about what that would look like in my motherhood journey, what anxiety, like what role that would play in um, my, you know, parenting walk. Um, So my husband and I got married in 2015. And in 2016, we found out we were pregnant with our son, our first baby. Um, And I, and I know the Lord was so gracious to me in allowing us to get pregnant, you know, fairly easily. I was doing, um, I was using like a fertility awareness method, almost, sometimes called natural family planning, um, at the time. So I was just really thankful that that had kind of worked out for us and we were excited about the pregnancy and everything was going well. Um, and I kind of walked through pregnancy, mostly naive. Um, I was enjoying it, but I, I felt a little disconnected, you know, my faith was struggling at the time. Um, My husband and I were heavily involved with the church ministry up to this point, and I was just feeling kind of burnt out from that. Um, And so we stepped down from there and I was kind of just feeling like lost. I wasn't really connected to a church group. I was kind of the first of my friend group to have a baby. Um, And I just didn't have a lot of resources And I felt as though I didn't have a lot of support. Our family was very supportive. Um, But I don't know. I just kind of felt like, okay, what am I doing? Like a typical first-time mom type of feeling. Um, So I had heard about postpartum anxiety and depression throughout pregnancy. um, And it was starting to kind of build in the back of my mind as like, okay, I already have a tendency to be anxious and to be worried. So how is this particular thing going to affect me like postpartum? Um, am I going to struggle more with it? Is it just going to be like my quote unquote normal anxiety? Um, and so I was kind of, I just had that in the back of my mind, but again, since I was kind of like, I was focused on the nursery and focused on the baby shower and all those things, I, I wasn't really thinking about how I was going to do things postpartum, um, and how I was going to be affected mentally and like what kind of support I would need for that. Um, so thankfully when I had my son, you know, again, the Lord was gracious and that it was uncomplicated birth. No, like nothing went wrong. I was fine. He was fine. We recovered, um, went home from the hospital and, once at home, those familiar feelings of anxiety just intensified and I felt so isolated and alone even though we we did have adequate support from our family. Um I think it was just a combination of not really having a good foothold in my faith and I wasn't really trusting the Lord at that time. I was I felt kind of just like flailing. Um you know, I had like this Christian upbringing and background but at the same time i just felt like detached from that i kind of just felt like well my relationship with the lord is one thing and my postpartum experience is another thing and like i this is just something i have to get through and then once i'm all good again then i can focus back on like reading my bible and you know like cultivating that relationship um I even, you know, reached out for help from a therapist at one point and, you know, it was just a random person that I found online. Um, and they had no availability for me. And so that was kind of like the nail in the coffin for that because I was like, I'm trying to reach out for help, but no one's there, so I just feel hopeless now. Um, and my thought during this time was like, where is God? I felt like I, this was kind of like a desert season of my faith I was very much wandering um I felt like this was something I was you know just going through on my own like no one understood Um, my husband was extremely supportive and you know compassionate but again didn't fully like understand what exactly was going what was going on um and I just kind of felt more kind of withdrawing from things and people um we weren't attending a church at this time because um, we had stepped down from a leadership position in that other ministry at our former church. And we were kind of just floating and not really plugged in anywhere. And I think that really had an impact on me, just not being in community with other believers and other people that, you know, they didn't have to be parents or moms, even they just, I just really had no one pouring into me in with encouragement or even just like support. Um, you know, and encouraging me that God was there. Um, so, and plus like trying to join a church with a newborn baby is just very difficult. (laughs) Um, just with the changing routines and the schedules and, and being a first time mom, it was just a lot. So I just felt very isolated. Um, so that, that kind of lasted several months. And then in, improved somewhat you know I do attribute some of that to you know hormone levels being out of whack and then balancing and whatever um so then when I stopped breastfeeding him when he was two the everything kind of came back with a vengeance and I was like oh great like here I go again um and at this point when he was two you know my husband and I had talked about I guess, like, when I was uh, when he wasn't even born yet, we were like, When are we gonna have the second? (laughs) And it was kind of like, Oh, when he turns two, we'll like start trying again. And here we were at two years old, and I was so scared about, you know, doing this again. And it was a weird place to be because the first time around, I had been so excited to be a mom and go through this. But it's just crazy that the way that anxiety and fear and just the enemy can use that to kind of just break you down and make you fear all of these things. Um, And so I was, I was scared to have another baby um, for a while. Um, And at this point we had moved to North Carolina and we had started going to a new church and we were plugged in there. And so I feel like, at this time in my faith, you know, I was also kind of on the up and up of being back in community with people, going to church regularly and learning how to study my Bible, which I had always been really bad with, like consistency wise and like not knowing what to read. Um, even growing up in the church, I just feel like that was a discipline that I never really could grasp and never really had a good routine with. Um But since we started going to that church, um, it was just really helping me kind of get back into getting in the word and, um, you know, just having a more active prayer life and being back in community with other believers. And so, um, you know, I, I felt more confident in seeking help again this time around. Um so I did find a therapist who was able to help me work through some issues um and I feel like I got to a place where I had kind of like a good mental handle on things. I had like my toolbox of practical things that I could do, but then I also had this super supportive um church community that were praying for me and you know lifting me and, uh, kind of helping me walk this road um also trusting in the Lord through that um so we did start trying for another baby um and I found out I was pregnant at the end of February in 2020. so clearly that was when everything was just about to hit the fan <laughs> with covid um and I like I said had, had kind of gotten to this point where I was like feeling stable I had grown a little bit in my faith and you know it continues to be a journey and sanctification is a process and I just remember having a moment in March of 2020 it was the beginning of March um where I like looked around and I was like I might be on the verge of spiraling out of control like this is the perfect storm for my anxiety you know like everything is going wrong um and i was pregnant and we moved far from family all of our family is still in pennsylvania um and so i i remember thinking i guess all i can do is read my bible as if it were a last resort <laughs> which sounds terrible now but that was truly my perspective like i just had such an illusion of like I don't like, I can get through on my own, I guess, but I was just like, okay, well, I guess all I can do is just read my Bible. Like, that's one thing that I can do. If I can't even leave my house, (laughs) I guess I can, you know, read the Bible. Um, so, you know, I, like I said, I've never been strong in that area. And that's still something that I struggle with to this day, just consistency in that. Um, but in that particular season of my life, you know, being pregnant, you know, in 2020, um the Lord just showed me that you know it, it takes it takes effort on my part and I have to establish that consistency it takes discipline to pray and be in the word daily um but there is a reward waiting on the other side and he is the reward you know it's just the relationship and then just sitting with God and getting to know him and just his his gift of salvation that's the gift um through Jesus and there's just And that he is there just freely giving peace and joy and comfort, regardless of if the life around us like is reflecting that. Um, And so through, you know, getting into like this pattern of consistently studying the word in 2020 and just through my pregnancy, um, the Lord was just so merciful to me and, you know, restoring to me the joy of my salvation Um, And it wasn't like I woke up every day and just had, there was like birds flying around me. And I had this like Bible open with like the perfect highlighters and like all this stuff. Like it was not perfect. I mean, like I had a toddler, the world was in disarray. Nothing about society was the same. Um, And like our church and social experience has changed. So it wasn't like that God took away all of that and made everything happy and rainbows. And like, then I could have joy. It was like, he showed me in the midst of all of that, that like he is good and he is faithful in the trial, in the midst of everything, in the waiting and in the unknown. And so that continued to kind of be the theme of my pregnancy and my life for that entire year. Um, I think part of it, I I will just be honest and say part of it was like, I really did not have that much else going on. (laughs) So I really did kind of feel like I had the mental space to like make it a priority to kind of just walk daily with the Lord and just surrender to him and trust him with my family and myself and my baby. And just know that like in all of the uncertainty that he is still good and still in control. Um, And with my daughter, I desired an unmedicated birth, which was different than what I did the first time. Um, So we hired a doula through an agency um, to kind of help walk us through the preparation for that and just added support um and we had two doulas that were there and both of them were completely amazing um and they just really helped us with preparation um even though i had had a baby before i just really kind of i don't know it really helped to have like a third party person to answer questions and just help and help me prepare mentally for birth as well um and you know a lot of that was kind of just on my personal time um and i really meditated on a few quotes and like scripture verses that kind of helped me cultivate a mindset and an atmosphere of peace. Um, That was something I really, really wanted for that birth experience in general, um, just to have peace in the room. Um, I was planning a hospital birth. So just, I was like any nurse or doctor that comes in, like, I just want them to feel like this is a like a safe haven and like the Holy spirit is here because the rest of the world outside is just crazy. (laughs) Um, And two of the two of my favorite verses that I um, like had stuck to my mirror were from Psalm 40. It was verse 11 and 17, which say, as for you, O Lord, you will not restrain your mercy from me. Your steadfast love and your faithfulness will ever preserve me. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought for me you are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay. Oh my God. And so I was just praying that, you know, the Holy spirit would just guide and help me through this labor and birth and, and quell my fears and anxieties. You know, I still kind of had, you know, like the typical anxious, I hope everything goes well. I hope that the hospital like allows my doula in because visitors, like there was all of those different policies and stuff at the time. Um, But in the end, you know, it was a, it was a great experience and, uh, challenging and beautiful. And I was just so thankful for the way that everything, um, played out with that. Um, but I just want to say that too, that, you know, after I kind of look back on that experience as being, you know, a very spiritually significant time in my life. Um, and at the same time, I still battle anxiety daily. Um, you know, sometimes intensely, sometimes with panic attacks, um, obsessive thoughts, things like that. Um, but I think something that I hold on to is that one of the things that the Lord taught me during that time, um, was that there is beauty in being brought through and i heard a quote from someone during that year that said if we think deliverance means being taken out we might miss the beauty of being taken through and i just prayed that the lord would show that to me during my birth um that i had to go through to get to the other side um but what he showed me was that he's not waiting on the other side he's there in it with me um and you know i just constantly think of when Jesus went to the cross you know he said please take this cup from me um but even he knew that in order for deliverance to come and for us to be reconciled to god you know he had to go through that through that suffering and death on the cross for our sins and you know god could have spared him and taken him out um but you know instead he was taken through that to accomplish a, a greater plan and a greater purpose and so just being someone that continually, you know, being a Christian who continually has this kind of like daily struggle and battle with anxiety. Um, you know, I I do believe that God could take this away overnight. Like I don't question whether or not he can do that. Um, but I know that like John 16 says in this world, you will have tribulation in me. You have peace. Like I know that as long as i'm in an earthly body i will have battles but the lord is sovereign over that and has been faithful to be with me in it and i feel like i didn't make that connection with my like anxiousness and like the connection to what i learned like during my pregnancy like oh if i have to if i'm going to deliver this baby like i have to go through labor in some capacity like i have to go through something to get to the other side. I can't just blink and I'm sitting there holding my baby. <laughs> so kind of just learned to apply that perspective when it comes to this struggle with anxiety that um you know God is faithful to be with me in it and through it. And even just in practical ways, He's used it in my life to connect and minister to others. Um, I have met so many people and friends who have dealt with, who are dealing with the same thing. Um, and so many of them have, have said, like, people don't talk about this. I have always felt like I was the only one. Um, and so it's just been a source of joy for me to say, like, I can come alongside you and I understand what you're feeling and I'm, you know, I can encourage them that they are not alone. And that God invites them into peace and joy in him. Um, You know, there's so many days, even now, that I feel so extremely low and just completely overwhelmed. Um, But I know that, you know, he gives me comfort in his word. Um, I know in him I have refuge. I am safe. My family is safe you know i think becoming a parent just adds a whole new level of anxiety because then you're worrying about your kids and you want the best for them and you want to be the right kind of parent and you know be able to meet all of their needs um but just knowing that he provides for us and he is the ultimate father who can provide things that i can't on my own um is just so comforting knowing that he's you know, not waiting at some far distance for us to kind of like catch up to where he is, but he's walking with us day to day. Um, And in the beginning, I mentioned being a doula and this all kind of was what inspired me to pursue that career. Um, uh, It's just so fulfilling for me to kind of be able to support others as they're going through like there, if I can be that person that kind of stands in the gap with them and walks that road supporting them and loving them, it it really makes a difference to me. Like it really blesses me. Um, but also I know that it's a blessing to them, just knowing that they have someone there and that they're not alone. Um, and I also serve clients in all walks of life. So they might not have the same worldview that I do or the same beliefs. Um, but I just hope and know in my heart that you know, my service to them and and supporting them is an act and hopefully a testimony of God's love for them. Um, just to, just to know that someone is there with them in the hard moments, um, you know, facilitating an atmosphere of peace and joy and encouragement. Um, and I guess I want to end by saying, if I could tell other anxious moms, one thing, it would be that God is not waiting far off for you to pick yourself up and get your life together. And then like, he's there for you. Um, But he is there with you walking through every dark day, every valley. He is there.
0: That's amazing, Kate. Thank you so much. I was nodding my head so much. Thank you for speaking so much truth and shining light on the fact that God is there with you. And I love the quote that you shared about deliverance. If you think it's all about just getting to the other side, you're missing the beauty of going through it. And I think so many people are just focused on, I just have to get through this. I just have to get to the other side and then everything will be okay. And you're so right. They're missing out on all that God is showing them and helping them with and highlighting to them and revealing himself to them. You're missing out on all of that goodness. And I thank you so much for opening up and being so vulnerable about your anxiety because I know for myself I also suffer with anxiety and I know a lot of our listeners are really going to relate to your story and I love that your story is such a true testament that okay, let's use your first birth and and child as an example. You, you know, you have a you have your faith, your Christian, but you felt very disconnected. You didn't have support. You didn't have community. You weren't in the word every single day, and you felt very overwhelmed. You felt strong anxiety attacks and obsessive thoughts. And then you start changing that, where you get plugged into a church. You find your Christian community. You open up. You get into your word. And Although, and then COVID hits. So what is around you, you should be at your peak of anxiety. You know, you should be way worse, but God. And I love how you said, like, he didn't change the circumstances. He didn't take COVID away. He didn't make everything rainbows and butterflies, but he changed your perspective. And he did the work within you and opened your eyes that despite all that, you can still have peace. And to me, that's what resonated, like the theme resonating from your testimony is despite your circumstances and your surroundings, you can still have peace because you have God. I love me a good worship song, so I'm always like singing lyrics and the surrounded song. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded with you. And I just love that. And I think that's so true for your story. So again, thank you so much. And I love the advice that you gave um, the listeners at the end as well. Is It may feel like God is far from you, but he is right there with you. So thank you so much, Kate. I truly, truly appreciate you yeah. sharing your testimony with
1: us. Yeah. Thank you for giving me the opportunity.
0: And those mamas-to-be are so blessed to have you as a birth doula as well. And on that note, just for anyone who would like to reach out to you and maybe talk about anxiety um, or those interested in your birth doula services, where can our listeners find you?
1: So you can find me on Instagram. Um, My handle is soteria birth doula, and it's spelled S-O-T-E-R-I-A, birth doula, with no spaces or anything. Um, Yeah. And I don't have a personal account. That's just my account. (laughs) Love it. Great. I'll include that
0: in the show notes as well. Would you do us the honor and close us out in prayer, maybe specifically praying for a woman on a similar journey to yours?
1: Yes, of course. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much. for for this podcast, for this platform to connect with other women, other Christians who are walking through different walks in life on this journey to or through parenthood and through motherhood. And um, I just pray for the women listening to this podcast episode specifically. Um, Lord, I just pray That if she is someone who is struggling with anxiety, if she is struggling with feeling overwhelmed or just anxious thoughts, fearful thoughts, Lord, God, that you would just come near to her and encourage her that you are right there with her, Lord. That God, you don't have this checklist of things that you are waiting for her to complete before she can commune with you and meet with you and be with you, God, but that you are right there in the midst of the trial. And that you are offering peace, you are offering a refuge under your wings, Lord. And I just pray that she would feel held by you right now. That she would feel um, that she would feel comfort. That she would feel your peace that surpasses all understanding, um, no matter the situation, Lord. I I pray that God, she knows that that you would that you grieve with her if she is grieving, Lord. That that you are just with her in every moment. Um, And I just pray that she would find comfort in that. And Lord, I pray that um, you would just bless them, that you would bless the listeners of this podcast. And I am just so thankful, Lord, um, just for this opportunity and honored to share your love and your word. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the gift of motherhood. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much, Kate, for coming on the podcast and sharing your journey to motherhood And thank you, listeners, for taking the time to tune in today. If Kate's testimony encouraged you or you know a woman in your life that needs to hear this story, please be sure to share it with them. And if you haven't already left a star review wherever you listen to your podcast, if you could please go ahead and leave one, I would be so grateful. My hope and prayer is that this show inspires and uplifts every woman on her journey to motherhood, and high ratings help make that possible. And last but certainly not least, if you or a friend or family member would like to share your story on the For This Child, I Have Prayed podcast, I would be honored to have you. There's a form in the show notes that you can fill out, and then I will be in touch. Until next time, remember that God has a plan for you. There's a miracle in the making, and I'll be praying for you. Bye.